Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 26 of Talking Cheap. This is a show about Cameo. I am Jensen Carp. I'm Danielle Fischel Carp. And if you don't know, by Sandy Bainham with the beautiful song This Christmas, a, a real song. Please do not think that that's a, a comedic track. No, no, that's a real song that was probably on the radio. Absolutely earnest and genuine. This is the Christmas episode. Uh, we are sitting down together to go over the website and app Cameo in order to find you some of the best Christmas-themed celebrities. Yes. La, 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 la. Oh, thank oh, you, Danielle. glorious. Thank glorious. you for your caroling. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are thrilled, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, this week, these past seven days, I have not received more text messages, DMs, or emails about Cameo ever. It, it has absolutely went above and beyond. Today I woke up again. Our friend Emma texted us. This, it just won't go away how much Cameo is in the news. Uh, I teased it last week, but it is still very much in the mainstream. Uh, the Cameo CEO, Steve Gallinus, was on the New York Times Sway podcast. And have, you saw this just show up on your uh, Twitter feed as well, correct? Yeah. It's a, it's a I big didn't watch deal. it, but yes, I it, saw we were tagged. It's a big deal. He let his guard down a bit. You know, we are, uh, I say, always looking to see the leaks in the gate that yeah, is the security. You, you would love to be a fly on the wall inside the Cameo offices. I want to know everything about it. And the headline that got the most attention uh, from the press uh, is that he uh, announced that actor Brian Baumgartner from The Office, he played Kevin Malone, mm-hmm. all right, he was the site's top earner for 2020 and clocked in over a million dollars. Wow. Uh, to keep uh, everything in mind, he is $195 per cameo. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. But you know what? Actually, $195 for him, I'm not even saying that's a lot. I'm saying to make a million dollars. Yes, that's what I mean. You have to sell really a really only $195. Yeah. He's a big star. Cameo, baby. Yeah. I, I, I was a huge fan of The Office. Love him. You Now, his, I did not watch The Office. Yeah. His thing is like chili or something. Yeah, there was okay. a whole chili thing, yeah. I think a lot of his cameos involved chili. Chili. Yeah. Okay. But a million dollars. Wow. Now, I have to ask you, because I'm legally forced, does this get you any closer to joining the website Cameo? No. Okay. No, I, you know why? I wouldn't make a million dollars. I'm no Kevin Baumgartner. Really? Yeah, I would not make a million dollars. If, uh, if someone I mean, number said one, to me- Possibly because it's Brian Baumgartner and he played Kevin Malone, but you could- Listen. Yeah. Listen, I'm really good with names and famous people. Right. Um, <laughs> pop culture as well, yeah, and pop culture. These are this is this is my uh, this is where I'm really good. If someone told me, yeah, Danielle, if you join Cameo, you will make a million dollars this year. Okay, I might consider it. Well, you just got 500 DMs from Cameo employees <laughs> telling you you'll make a million dollars. Okay, would you have ever picked him as number one? No, I'm so, maybe he must be new. I'm trying to think of all the things that that worked out for him in order for this to be the case. He must have been brand new to the site okay. early on in the year. All right. I don't I don't know if that's true. I do know that Steve says one of the reasons that he did make so much money is because he takes a lot of time and he really puts production into his cameos mm. and really uses the names and, and implements. Do you have a sample for me? I, I, he's going to be featured on the show soon. Okay, great. I'm putting it together for you, but I, I wouldn't have thought number one. No, I wouldn't have thought number one either. Mm-hmm. Good for him, though. Congratulations. Make that money. Everyone who has the opportunity to go on Cameo, do it. Well, that I mean, are you speaking to yourself? Listen, I like to give pep talks. Okay, fair enough. Uh, other things that caught my attention from the interview, and if you are a Cameo head, I think certain things would have even stood out more than the Baumgartner news. He said that if a celebrity brings another celebrity onto the site, there is that extra commission that we've talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And he said the bounty 
is 5% of everything they make in the first year. Oh, only in the first year. Only in the first year. So who do you think got Brian Baumgartner in? Well, that's really the game, isn't it? It's like we've heard of Ice-T, Snoop Dogg. We've heard uh, Sean Astin. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And we've heard Gina Gershon, which is Bring a very people in. strange name. Mm. But those seem to be pretty high recruiters. But yes, you want if you nailed down the Baumgartner, I mean, that's 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 the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross leads. Those are right. those are the best possible ones you could get. Yeah. That's what? $50,000? Yeah. In the first year, yeah. Wow. Big money. Did you just do that math? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, he said that his white whale would mm-hmm. not be someone like Dwayne The Rock Johnson or, you know, Brad Pitt. Really? It would be David Dobrik. Of YouTube fame. Of YouTube fame, yeah. Wow. He says that the engagement between David and his fans is what would really make his cameo. Yeah, I guess that's ultimately really what you're hoping for, is to get a celebrity that has very dedicated fans. Yes, and and this week David Dobrik released a puzzle, just a puzzle, and made like half a million dollars in sales in the first day. So, a puzzle? Yeah. What does he have anything to do with puzzles? I does he I, just like them? No, I think he did a video challenge that involved a very hard puzzle, and he put that puzzle out. And and it, oh. it, it he just anything he does blows up. Jeez. Yeah. You got just got to give away cars every day on YouTube. Um, he said, and this is the thing that really spoke to me the most from the interview. He would definitely have OJ Simpson or Donald Trump on the site. He has no worries or concerns. Right. He's o- got no morals. None. And he said the way that he sees it is that the purchases will have the morals for him. Like you won't actually. Right. It's on all of us who yes. are buying the cameos. I don't necessarily agree with him. But he said that uh, regarding Trump and, and regulation of who ends up on the site, he has reached out to Trump's camp about Cameo and that he said that Trump impersonators alone in 2020 made over $3 million total. All the impersonators. Yeah, I'm telling you, the dedicated fans. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it would work. Yeah, it, it makes sense. That yeah. Trump would be huge on Cameo. Let's go over some emails quick before we get into our Christmas celebs. The 12 Days of Christmas rages on. Uh, they had 50% off on one day. Three highlights from that for me was Nick Hexum from 311. He was down from 225 to a 112.50. That was on the site. I didn't do the math. Montel Jordan went from 150 to 75. And William Hung down to a very impressive 2250. 2250. I think that honestly, I like. I mean, snatch it up while you can. Now raise your hand if you want to experience. This next positive life-changing opportunity. Uh, I'm not up. sure. I'm not sure it'll change your life to get a, a William right. Hung you never cameo. Know. But listen, snatch it up while you can at 2250. You never know. I so badly wanted to hold off on this uh, to play when we actually had a feature for this celebrity, something where I've pulled a couple clips. But I can't wait any longer. You can't. I can't. It's truthfully. You've told me not to listen. I know where this is going because yeah. you've told me a million times, do not listen, and I have not. <sighs> I wanted so badly to hide it from you. And one of the reasons is because I want to shout out a listener of the show, Jeff Jacobson, Mm -hmm. who uh, is basically going viral right now. He's incredible. Uh, He tweeted something out the other day and he included a tag to me in the thread. So he's obviously a cameo head with us and, and listens to the show, which we appreciate. And he posted something that I just knew immediately. I'm like, if anyone gets their hands on this, it's going to go viral. I hope we can feature it on the show first and then wildfire. Yeah, it's out and about. And Jeff Jacobson is uh, blowing up on the internet for good reason. Now, here's what happened. Jeff and his brother hired the great legend, Motown singer Smokey Robinson for his Incredible. mother. Incredible. Now, I've said, if I had to get any cameo for my mom... Yeah, it'd be Smokey, Smokey Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. So I understand Jeff. But his is a little different because she is a fan. But even crazier, she grew up on the same street as Smokey in Detroit. Right, so they have a history. A they bit do. like your dad and Leslie and Warren. Well, we don't know if that's true, okay. but at least me and Kenny. Right, sure. Okay, so uh, 
he figured a video for his mom to wish her a uh, happy Hanukkah would be a perfect gift. Great. That's a huge home run. So I'm ready to play you. And I I have not heard this. No, I saw it tweeted at me 50 times. <laughs> right. And I refuse to listen. I asked you to stay away from it. Yes. So that I could play it for you for the first time. Thank you, Jeff Jacobson, for this clip of Smokey Robinson. Hey, Marco. How you doing? Surprise, surprise. This is Smokey Robinson. I know you didn't expect to hear from me. But I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jarrah. And they wanted me, they told me that you used to live in Detroit across the street from me. And gosh, that's that's beautiful. Um, how are you doing again? <laughs> nice talking to you again, I guess. But anyway, you're living in Vancouver now. And they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka <laughs> because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe. And enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Three times. Now, first time. Understandable because he spelled it with a C. There's different ways to spell Hanukkah. Of course. But once you say it out loud, don't you figure out someone's celebrating Chanukah? That means, you know, Chanukah. I mean, I mean. Happy Chanukah. You, you would assume you would eventually put it together in your head that it's Hanukkah. Danielle has her hand covering her mouth. It's, it's unbelievable. So cute. It's so cute. And Smokey Robinson not getting in trouble for it or anything. People are just celebrating the love. But how do you how are you in the music business for 50 or 60 years and don't know Here, Hanukkah? That is, that is not even he's apparently only seen Hanukkah spelled with an H. Right. Which okay. Is the, so uh, let's one of the just ways. say his whole life, yes. he's only seen it spelled starting with the letter H, which mm-hmm. is one of the ways you can spell Hanukkah. Yes. But my my bigger point <laughs> yes. for this is I say this a lot. It doesn't take very long to Google something. No. It really doesn't. If I got asked to do a cameo and someone said, will you please wish my mother a happy Chinooka? Yes. I would then Google Chinooka. What it is. To see what it is. Because again, what if it's a a bad thing? What if this is a cameo I don't want to accept because I don't know what Chinooka is? Happy Chinooka. If you look up Chinooka, you will find... Oh, Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah. Right. I've never seen it spelled this way. Right. You could have saved yourself any embarrassment. I, yes. I, I, here's I, another, here's a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you think Smokey Robinson will now see <sighs> this internet reaction yes. to his Chanuka and issue some sort of... Celebratory song called Happy Chanuka? <laughs> yes, I do, Danielle. And I was going to write it for him. I was ready to reach out to Smokey Robinson because this is an opportunity to make even more money. Can you redo the song from our intro? And just do... This year I'll be celebrating Chanuka <laughs> with the Jewish man I'm dating. Happy Chanuka. Uh, maybe, oh possibly. Uh, well, Smokey Robinson, good news for him. He's not being like lambasted on the no. internet. People are more just like, what a doll. Yeah, how do you go your whole life without knowing? Yeah, well, happy Chanuka, everyone. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jeff. And also I want to say that we are always ready to listen to cameos from Please our Please send them to us all the time. Please tweet them and, and we would love to incorporate them into the show. Uh, hopefully you'll get gold like that one. We're coming off of Santa week and we're rolling right into our Christmas episode. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, thank you, Danielle. <laughs> um, so all three of our celebrities this week are Christmas themed. Okay. These are people who, uh, upon maybe second thought or even first thought, you'll realize these people are connected to Christmas. Okay. These are not just good gifts. They're uh, in perfectly timed for your calendar. Great. Okay. First up, this actress is someone who has a direct connection to you. Oh, I, is it the clown from Girl Meets World? No, it's not Jingles the Clown. Oh, okay. We only feature him once. Okay. This is Mary Lou Henner. 
Ah, yes, we did a movie together, a TV movie together called Rocket's Red Glare. That's right. I saw the photo of it and everything. I saw the poster. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're on the poster with her. Am I? Yes. Ah. Are you, you said you liked her. Yeah. Okay. We got along. What is the movie about? Jensen. You don't remember? Absolutely not. Daniel, you don't even remember the plot of a movie you were in? No, it has something to do, I think it has something to do with the lead character building a rocket ship. I, well, it sounds like maybe it may rockets red glare. I think he is building a rocket ship, maybe having something to do with his dad. Was his dad an astronaut? You're don't looking remember. at me like I've seen I don't it. remember what I played. Unbelievable. I don't remember. I don't remember if I played a love interest or if I played a sister. I don't remember a single thing. How about does this it. happen, man? Listen, they're out of body experiences. You they truly are. You I mean, did you did were you involved then? Do you think that you were like listening and taking everything in? Yeah, I think I listened and and took things in. But I will. What I will tell you is, uh, I d- I do remember not wanting to do this movie. Oh, and you just did. and was told by other people that I needed to do this. movie. How old were you again? Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Eighteen. Maybe I was. Yeah. No, I was nineteen. Okay. I think I just turned nineteen. Wow, Daniel, that's remarkable. I mean, I have a bad memory, but to just not remember a movie I'm in. I remember Andrew McCarthy did an interview once where he said he didn't remember any day of shooting Weekend at Bernie's 2. And I remember thinking to myself, how could that happen? And then I married an Andrew McCarthy. Well, I do remember being there. I remember oh. some tape days. Like, I remember being with Mary Lou Henner okay. in... I, ah, you know, want to know something? Hmm. That movie in the makeup tra- trailer is where I taught myself to raise an eyebrow like The Rock. Oh, that's what you remember That's more. what I remember most from the movie okay. is is somebody telling me, me being like, oh, I don't know how to raise an eyebrow. And I think the makeup artist saying, while I'm doing your makeup, just stare at your eyebrow in the mirror mm-hmm. and tell it to raise just inside your head. And I did that over and over again for days. And guess what? I can raise an eyebrow now. So you became a Jedi, but don't remember anything from the film. Oh, yeah. No, so. Fair enough. Uh, Mary Lou Henner is $100. Okay, great. That seems like a good deal for me. 11 reviews, five stars, baby, four-day turnaround. Okay. All right. A little bit about Mary Lou Henner for those who didn't kind of star in a movie with her. Actress, producer, podcaster, and author. Uh, She's best known for starring in the original Grease, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Her role is Elaine on Taxi, which she was nominated for five Golden Globes for. Also, she has a photographic memory, like a true photographic Which memory. She's we, very famous for that. We will truly get into it. Did okay. you at all uh, converse with her about it? I think so. Okay. Yeah, we all talked right. about that. Good. Uh, she's also in a great C. Martin movie that I love, one of my favorites called L.A. Story. Um, she since has made an entire career out of starring in Hallmark movies. which Chanuka movies. Right, that's true, in, in, in particular. But she's also done Christmas ones, too. Oh, okay. Um, it's truly the life. You and I have both admitted that we have been uh, angling for you to just basically give up your entire career and just focus purely on Hallmark films. <laughs> uh, we know that's the thing we want. But but like you said, big focus on Christmas, but a bigger focus this year on Hanukkah. She did one with our pal Ben Savage. Yes, they did a Chanukah movie together. Right. And so her name has been uh, become synonymous, or uh, I came up with this on my own. Her name has become synonymous or synagogamous. Oh, wow. Thank okay. You. All right. Congratulations Thank to you. you. Uh, with, with Hanukkah. Um, and uh, that and obviously Rocket's Red Glare. Those are the two things everyone knows about of her. Of course. Um, let's get into her intro, which she recorded recently because she knows uh, that this is the season to rake in some dough if you're Mary Lou Henner. Uh, let's check it out because I believe it is from the set of her new movie with Ben Savage. Hmm. Hi, it's Mary Lou Henner here on Cameo. Okay. Well, actually, I'm here on the set of my new Hallmark 
Hanukkah Christmas movie. All right, so here's the Hanukkah. They're setting that up. Here's some of the Christmas. It's a great story. I can't wait for you to see it. It's on December 20th. But in the meantime, let's have some fun on Cameo. I'm having a blast telling people like what day of the week they were born, what I was doing on that day, or an anniversary, or taxi memories, all kinds of things. So check me out on Cameo and make sure you watch Lights, Love Lights, Love Lights Hanukkah on December 20th. Okay, bye. I have a question. Okay. Why, what's, what is she saying, here's the Hanukkah? Okay, that's, I, I mean, I wrote that down. The Hanukkah behind me is yeah. what she says. Okay, the okay. Hanukkah, or there's, here's, no, I think she says, here's the Hanukkah, and it must be behind her. Happy Chanukah. It, it is a menorah. Oh my God. Is um, she Jewish? She is not Jewish. Now, this is something that we have to bring up because I Googled a lot about it. And there are a lot of people angry that Hallmark uses her as a Jewish character now two years in a row. And she is not Jewish. And clearly, she has no true connection to it. She says, here is the Hanukkah. And she meant the menorah? And she sort of points over her shoulder to where the menorah is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, this is an honest question. How does having the world's best memory not help you with this? Well, that's not even addressing that she doesn't say the name of the movie correctly. She fumbles over it a bunch. She didn't remember the name of the movie. It may have just changed. Or maybe they, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Can I play it for you again? I I really want to because I want to show you that it's not that she doesn't like know how to say it or that it's moved or anything. She forgets the name. Watch Lights, Love Lights, Love Lights Hanukkah on December 20th. She didn't remember it. Oh my gosh. So you're talking about someone who has one of the world's greatest memories, doesn't know that it's a menorah. She's heard it many times. She says it in the movie. The- I also have an incredible memory. Give me a date. I'll tell you what I was doing on it. Uh, December 11th of uh, 1994. Okay. I was on the set of Boy Meets World. <laughs> uh, also, it's Ryder Strong's birthday. Oh, and- really? Yeah, it is. Wow. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was great. That was impressive. Do you do yeah, good on he that was, normally? Uh, he was 14 years old and um, it was probably not having a birthday party. He was living alone in um, LA. His parents were back up north in but this is insane that I could just make it up. Oh, you're just but making no, this but, up. But it is I am, but it is true that that's his birthday. Wow. I I are you doubting Mary Lou Henner's psychic abilities? No, I'm not. I'm not okay. doubting it. I do believe that she has an incredible memory. I'm just not sure exactly how it works. By the way, she's written books about it and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think she's lying. I just don't I have no understanding of how it works. And yeah. I feel like if you do have this kind of memory, it would help you to have learned at any point in, I'm sure she's learned at some point in her life what a menorah is. I would hope so. I mean, she's made a living out of it for the last two years. So Oh my gosh. She said, Here's the Hanukkah. Yeah. Uh, Happy Chanukah. Okay. So here is some things that I want you to know about her. She revealed on 60 Minutes, like you said, that she has a condition called hyperthemesia, which is also known as total recall memory. She can remember every single day of her life. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the exact It's opposite. literally the opposite of me. Okay. She wrote a book about it. It was called Total Memory Makeover, Uncover Your Past. But it appears she can't remember much, Right. Well, it, I guess it's just not a part of her life. All right. Well, this leads us to our first clip for a birthday where things, in my opinion, uh, turn a little dark. Hey, Ben. Happy birthday in a month, January 10th. You're going to be 43 years old. I hear from Christy and Lila and Carter. They want me to wish you a happy birthday, and I'm sure you'll get lots of happy birthday hugs and kisses from them as well. Uh, well, you know, you'll just get it from them. You're just getting a happy birthday from me. Anyway, January 10th, um, you were born January 10th, 1978. It was a Tuesday, and I remember it well because my mother's birthday was January 10th, and she passed away in 78, so it was the last birthday I got to spend with her. So thank you for a little piece of my mother in remembering what I was doing on that day, and thank you for being a big fan, and happy birthday in a month. I hope you have a great holiday, too. Okay, bye. You crazy boy. 
I mean, don't, please don't laugh at that. Um, okay, wait, hold on. So yeah. what she just did is actually not much different than what I did. It's actually exactly what it you just did. It just so happened that you picked December 11th, yes. which is Ryder Strong's birthday. Correct. You knew the year in which he would be on the set, and you knew he lived alone. Yeah, you picked 1994. Yeah. I knew that Boy Meets World started in 93. You didn't know the day of the week, though, did you? No. I, See, that would be the one. Yeah, that is, yeah. Well, I think that's the least of the details she should remember, because the other things seemed pretty important compared to- That's what to I'm saying. Like, January 10th, her mom's birthday. She just mentioned things that are like, you know- Yeah, things she knows. Right. Uh, her second clip here, it's a little more of that wild Mary Lou Henner and her memory, uh, just casually for a fan. Hey, Steve. Oh my gosh, thanks for asking for me on Cameo and how exciting that I get to talk about Between the Lines. It was my first big feature and I shot that on Monday, um, October the 25th of 1976. And I went right to getting on an airplane to go to Europe for the first time, to go to Venice, Italy, to shoot a Ring Around the Collar commercial on the 26th. It was crazy. And let's see, March the 21st, 1985, it was a Thursday. And that was really a kind of a fun week because I was just getting in really great shape and I was like really happy. And then the following Monday, I broke my rib because my trainer stepped on my stomach. It's like a whole crazy story. But anyway, I remember that week fondly. I was hanging out with Johnny Travolta at the time. We had just come back from a trip. We were about to go on another trip. And uh, you had a great birthday and you're a fellow Aries. So how cool is that? Anyway, say hi to your mom, Susan, for me. And thanks for watching. Okay, bye. I'm sure it was a huge deal back then, but I didn't know her and Travolta dated. I did not know yeah. that either. Yeah. Well, they uh, seem to. Did, have are you taking that because she said we were hanging out at the time? That that and, means they were dating? And they went on trips. She said they went it on trips. It would have been a work thing. Well, I Googled it. Oh, yeah, okay. They, they dated. Got it. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, it's because of my memory. Oh, I, got I it. knew of everything. Course, it was on a Wednesday they started dating, and then they, they broke up on a Friday, which is which was rough for everyone. <laughs> By the way, I, I looked up December 11th, 1994. It was a Sunday, so oh, we weren't, weren't on set. set. No. Right. So you're mostly wrong. Um, so, Mary Lou Henner, so far, you've gotten sort of the feeling that more than Grease or Taxi is really about her memory. Yeah. People seem to really want to drill her on that. This third clip is less about her memory, though, and more about someone's first gig as a director. Hey, Frank. Mary Lou Henner here. Bravo to you, your first feature called Diamonds to Dust about Jane Mansfield. Oh my gosh, she, I was such a fan of hers. I thought of her as such a wonderful actress. I think she was very underrated as both an actress and as a brain because I know she was brilliant, which I'm sure you found out during your research and everything else. And her daughter's like the coolest and her, her ex-husband or I guess her widow were, he was, uh, he's got a great place here in Los Angeles and he just passed away a few years ago. So they spent many years without her, which is really a, such a shame. But anyway, I can't wait to see your movie and being a director is so hard. Oh my gosh, my son's a director. He's just starting out, he's 26. My ex-husband is a director, Rob Lieberman. He's directed a bunch of things. And uh, you have to be kind of the parent, the psychologist, the writer. You have to understand acting. You have to really keep it all organized and be the real you know, center. So congratulations, I can't wait to see your movie and uh, you have such a cool name, Frank Ferruccio. Frank Ferrucci. I'd love to see the spelling of it because I speak enough Italian to understand how to, but that's how you wrote it down. So Frank Ferrucci. <laughs> okay. Bye. Uh, I wanted badly to cut that down because um, I usually do. I couldn't find a space where she breathed. It's so long. Uh, it, it's just a very rambly. Uh, I was surprised because most of them are pretty short. Uh, that one just really just goes on and on and on. Doesn't Dunham hurt you like on the arms? 
Yeah, I mean, it was close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, do you want to know a little, can I tell you a little bit about her directing family? Yeah. Okay. Her ex-husband directed Mighty Ducks 3. Oh. Okay, he also directed a movie called Net Force with Scott Bakula. Um, he directed the Kind of Good Alien movie, Fire in the Sky. Don't okay. know if you ever saw that. Um, he also directed Stranger with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Tons of 80s and 90s TV. Okay. Her son, as she said, is just starting to direct. Um, he seems to have just uh, did a Ben Platt music video. Right. And that might be because his girlfriend, Molly Gordon, is an actress. Uh, she was on Life of the Party and Good Boys and Animal Kingdom and Booksmart. She's very close to Platt. Listen, I fell into a Are very, you doing a cameo? I know. I fell, I fell into Are a very- Are you doing a cameo right now? No, no, no. Very deep dive. Sorry. Okay. It was. I met Ben Platt on a Thursday, and I just couldn't forget that he was so cool and important. Anyway. Okay. Um, that is Mary Lou Henner, peer co-star- of Danielle Fischel. At $100, 11 reviews, five stars, baby, four-day turnaround during the holidays. She was near a menorah in her intro. She didn't know what that was. She has quite a memory. She was hanging out with Johnny Travolta. What do you think? Is she a good deal at $100? I mean, she is not overpriced. Okay. But you're not... I don't necessarily love the product. Okay. Do you think it was cooler to know what day of the week it was before Google? (laughs) (laughs) because i could just figure that out without having to ask mary lou henner well i don't think anyone was asking her to be honest oh you you kind of got the impression that people were writing in there and then wow us with your memory (laughs) right i don't think anybody asked okay i thought it was like a guess your weight thing at the carnival no all right people Mm, don't care no i don't think anybody asked i think that's just something she's decided to use as her she doesn't play an instrument maybe maybe Mm -hmm. she does i don't know but Mm -hmm. she doesn't play an instrument in her cameos so this is her playing this is her instrument yeah okay uh, well, I mean, let's see what Kenny thinks. So that was pretty awesome. Oh, Kenny liked it. Wow. Okay. Um, I am going to say at a hundred dollars, I think she's about right. I don't think it's a cameo that I suggest for anyone to purchase, but I think that she is. She's worth a hundred dollars. Yeah, she's not overpriced. No, she's not overpriced. I just don't necessarily love the gift for a hundred dollars. I would say if she were to price herself at seventy dollars. She would be probably correct. Like, that's the correct price for what she's giving. Okay. But I understand that Mary Lou Henner is a hundred dollars. That is she's very famous. I mean, yeah. man, she was And again, when you do the math, the right. 25%, she's taking home 75 bucks, which seems like she values herself at the same thing you do. And I could understand that value because she's famous. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. Do you know when the way it to com- San Jose? No. no. But close. When okay. it comes to songs, what do you know about this bop? I mean, listen, she's no Sally Bainham, but that is a smash. I mean, what a bop. Uh, other than maybe the Mariah song, that thing, it reminds me of Christmas just from that first, like, Agreed. Just, and that is by a woman named Darlene Love. Okay. All right. That is a Phil Spector smash, who's someone who I'd love to see on Cameo. Man, Phil Spector would be great. Isn't he in prison? Oh, yes. Yeah. That song is called Christmas, and then in parentheses, the subtitle, Baby, Please Come Home. Uh, mostly known, in at least in my world, for being David Letterman's favorite song. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he, he used to call her the Queen of Christmas, mm. and he would have her on every Christmas year alongside one of my absolute heroes, Jay Thomas. Yeah. They would both come on every Christmas, and she would sing the song, and she did it right until the end. That's so awesome. Yeah. I knew a lot about David Letterman because I used to have a huge crush on him as when I was a child. <laughs> says a lot about very little, weird. little Danielle official. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I carried a picture of him around in my wallet. Yep. Um, very strange. I did not know that. Yeah, very true. Uh, she is Grammy Award winning. She's the subject of a great documentary that I suggest everyone see called 20 Feet, uh, 20 Feet from Stardom. Okay. Which is about uh, background singers. Nice. She's incredible. What a story. And that she sounds was al- interesting to me. She was also um, one of the stars of the Lethal Weapon movies, mm. which no one knows. To me, she is Christmas. All right. Okay. Darlene Love, $100. Great. All right. Does she sing the song? We'll get into it. Okay. 28 reviews. What do you think about stars? Oh, five. Unfortunately, 4.9. Oh, my gosh. Who'd she make angry? I don't know. I, I Honestly, I have no idea. 20 hours. Turnaround. Okay. okay. She has sped that up during the holidays. So she used to be a couple days now, 20 hours. Let's hear the intro from the great Darlene Love. Hi, I'm Darlene Love, and I'm looking forward to sharing your wish list. I want to talk to all my fans all over the world because I do have them in the United States, Germany, the UK, and I have some special fans in Japan. So I'm sure. They are waiting with bated breath to hear this. I hope you all are healthy and safe. We are the survivors. Well, COVID-19 has kept us from coming to your hometown, theaters, and festivals. So, Cameo has provided this platform for us to meet in person. Talk about music, movies, birthday, Weddings, birth. Wait, uh huh. I'm sorry. They're going to meet in person. That's 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 what, a feature of cameo. That's what you took out of it. Yeah, that's all I'm focused on. Can I play something again for you then? Birthday, movies, birthday, weddings, birth. What? What? What is the last one? Births. She wants to talk to people about births. Yeah, birth announcements. You're having a boy. Movies, birthday. Weddings, birth. I think that's so weird. I can't believe she thinks that people are meeting in person. <laughs> Does she think people come to their house? This is a feature of Cameo. I is definitely not a part of it. How does she? Uh, listen, I was weirded out. Here's the end of her intro. I'm looking forward to meeting you all. God bless. You just hear a knock at her door. Darlene, first Cameo's here. Um, you have to deliver it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we hear any of her messages, I think this is a great Christmas idea. But before we even listen, I mean, you're making a face like you don't believe it. But I think Darlene Love, more than anyone to me, represents Christmas. I'm a big Letterman guy. This is a, a jam. Do you not feel this way yet? That she represents Christmas? I mean, as I think, a person? I'm not saying she's like the ghost of Christmas present. But I mean, I'm, I think the song maybe represents Christmas. Oh, you don't but think like, she? The singer of the song doesn't necessarily. Well, let's see. This is the first message from Darlene. It's for a man named Ed who will be celebrating without his kids for the first time. Hello, Ed. How are you? I hope you're happy and doing something that you really like to do. This is a shout out. From your kids. I know they're not able to be with you, be with you this year, and vice versa. And I know you guys are going to want to be together. But there's other things you can do. You can do FaceTime. You can talk on the telephone. And I hear that you really like this song. So I'm going to sing a little of it for you. Here we go. 
Christmas, the snow's coming down. Christmas, I'm watching it fall. Christmas, lots of people around. Christmas, baby, please come home. They're singing Deck the Hall. But it's not like Christmas at all. As I remember when you were here and all the fun we had last year. Please come on home. I know your children love you. They want to be with you. Just be safe and God bless. Bye-bye. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. But it does she, show you how talented Phil Spector is because the beat is so good. Oh, yeah. The beat I mean, is amazing. She's a great singer. Don't get me wrong. She could kill. She's still great. But I mean, like, the Phil Spector back. I, I don't think we should say she should kill. Oh, right. With Phil Spector. Yeah. No. Well, I did mean that. I meant that she should have been an accomplice <laughs> and helped him because it did. He, got, he didn't get away. Uh, Darlene Love could have helped. Okay. Second clip. Well, first, I want to know what you think because that is the song you, you want. That wondered. is the song, and she yeah. sings quite a bit of it. Yeah. It's a very nice message. Okay. Uh, that is quite a cameo. Okay, good. She does it with a beautiful Christmas tree behind her. Oh my gosh, even better. Okay. Now, she also had this weird backdrop made, she, which um, was covering the window side. Okay. And it was of a, of a Christmas tree, a photo of a Christmas tree. Wait, so she had a Christmas tree and a photo of a Christmas tree? Yeah, it was a little meta. Okay. A little bit of an inception, but okay. it was there. Okay, now- Here's, you want to know what? Please. There's a Christmas tree because it was probably taped in December. And she has her Christmas tree up. Yes. Oh, and then the all rest times, of the year she has a backdrop. She has a backdrop with a Christmas tree. Danielle, you're so smart. What day of the week was it when you figured that out? Thursday. Good point. Okay. Now, not all of her videos involve that Christmas song. Okay. All right. Now, I wish it was. But here's a second clip for a grandma that loves a specific Darlene Love track that some people forget she even sang. This was a little long, but worth it. Well, hello, Josephine. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Because it's cold here, but that's all right. Our hearts are warm. Listen, I hear you. They call you Mimi. Grandma. And they would like to say hello to you and have a shout out from me. Jack, Dan, Ellie, and Bryant. I hear you are a fan. And that you have seen a few of my shows. Oh, and one of our first our wonderful places that we like to work every year. Listen, I hear you loved the Do Run Run. Okay, so let me do a little of it for you. I hope this brightens up your day. If the sun's not shining, just say it's shining in my heart. I met him on a Monday and my heart stood still to do run, 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 to do run, run. Somebody told me that his name was Bill. They do run, 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 they do run, run. Yes, my heart stood still. Yes, his name was Bill. And when he walked me home, they do run, 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 they do run, run. He picked me up. Okay, it goes on for another minute. Wow. But I will say, I miss when pop music was so specific that it would tell you the name of the person yes. they're longing and for. And his name was Bill. Yeah. Correct. But it yeah. would be like, yeah, and then Steve came over mm -hmm. and he, like, I just like the specific. I do too. Commit, you know? I love it. So that's Darlene Love, all right? 95% of her cameos are the Christmas song. No one's asking what, like, Joe Pesci was like on the Lethal Weapon 3 set, which was unfortunate. But you get the gist, all right? What do you think of Darlene Love at $100 during Christmas time? I think she's a bargain. Oh, boy. Hmm. I think she's a bargain. 
She sings, okay. and not just one or two tiny little lines. Mm-hmm. She sings like a full minute or she, more. She did like a minute and a half of Do Run Run. She sounds great. She's still darling love. She's got a Christmas tree behind her. Probably, like I said, because it's December. But she does have a backdrop so that she has a Christmas tree behind her all year long. Okay. I I mean... I only have one thing to say about it. I'm... Flipping out. I think it's pretty good. I... Oh, man. I'm close to putting her in. I'm close to putting her in. She's so great. She is. And she's also very sweet with all the like, if I it's know, cold and out. If it's cold, just say it's warm in your heart. Oh, man. I'm about to. Let's give it up for the big DJ bear. I feel like I feel like we might have to. She's so great for $100. I do want to say that I think that she has a small asterisk because it's a bargain for the holidays. Yes, yes, yes. You are you are correct. Because if I played this for you in March, right? Do you feel the same way? That's my mm, issue. No, is in she, March I don't. Is she a Christmas bargain? She's a Christmas bargain. Oh, no. She's definitely a Christmas bargain. <laughs> I think she got pulled out. I think she, I. I don't uh, think. I think she just got pulled out well, of the club. I'm just putting the asterisks, and I'm okay. still saying she's a Christmas bargain. Meep meep, Dawson. Meep meep. Meep meep, indeed. All right. So listen, she doesn't quite make the bargain club. She's in the Christmas bargain. Christmas bargain club, club I guess, which is its own thing. Right. Congratulations, to Darlene Love. Because Man, it is, she's so good. It but is. It, true. You're right. It is so good, especially for this time of year. Right. Yeah. She's perfect for this episode. Yeah. Now there's a lot of debate about the best Christmas movie of all time. All right. Okay. Arguments of uh, Elf. Yeah. Or Home Alone. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. We heard from Jingles the Clown the other day from, from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. But a lot of people, including myself, turn to one film every December for comfort. And that is A Christmas Story. Yes, true. Great movie. Was a cult classic. Wasn't loved at first. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it's played like as a 24-hour marathon. Yeah. On yeah. Christmas. I've, you know I've seen only six movies in my whole life. Yeah. And... Uh, that is a movie I know multiple, like it's it's so famous. Yeah, it, it's really, the really good. The tongue on the pole, yep. the jacket, the ja- the puffy jacket. That is, the, the leg the, lamp. Yeah, you're going to shoot, yeah, the leg lamp, you're going to shoot out. dry out. Well, I would like for you to remember little Ralphie's bully, Yeah, Scott Farkas. Now, okay. you might think I've said it wrong, because people think it's Scott Farkas. Right, it's not. I, I did a lot of research on this. Okay. It's Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. S-C-U-T is his name. And I'm, I'd like to propose right now that if we have a second child and it is a boy, that we name him Scut. Hard pass. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So Scut Carp? Scut, not bad. Scut uh, is a character that I love so much from the movie. And in case you forget, here's a small clip uh, of one of his memorable scenes. Scut <laughs> Farkas. Scut Farkas. What a rotten name. We were trapped. There he stood between us and the alley. Scut Farkas staring out at us with his yellow eyes. He had yellow eyes, so help me God, yellow eyes. Ah! Now I notice them saying Scut. Scut. And it's so much funnier. And also, it's such a rotten name. Yeah, it's a terrible name. It's great. Uh, Great movie. Hard to think of Christmas without Christmas story. Well, young Scut was played by now adult actor Zach Ward, whose uh, other credits include Titus. He's in the movie Almost Famous. He has a small part. Mm. He's in Freddy vs. Jason, but he's clearly best known for his Yuletide classic role. Now, Zach Ward on the website for $50. Okay. All right. 27 reviews. Five stars, baby. Okay. 
one-day turnaround. I don't know if it's any better because of Christmas, but you have to assume his numbers go way up. I would assume, yeah. Some things I'd like to address first. Zach's cameos, a.k.a. Scut, all of them start focused on a really well-done drawing of Scut Farkas, clearly done by an artist that he has framed in his house. So it starts on that. Then it pans over to a Christmas tree, and then you see Scut himself. Wow. Zach Ward, all right? Production he, value. Well, even higher. He's wearing the signature Davy Crockett raccoon hat that Scut Farkas wears. Wow. All right, so he's wearing that in his video, and he's sort of making these terrifying faces at times, like Scut Farkas. Uh, and then this is what you hear. This is his intro. <laughs> Hello, I'm Zach Ward, otherwise known as Scut Farkas and characters from many other films. I know that 2020 has been a craptacular year, so if I can help put a smile on your face or on the face of the people you love, I'd be happy to be part of that process. Reach out, touch base. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. I like this. He didn't He didn't say any of the things that he's supposed to say. He oh, didn't follow the script. Birthdays, weddings, bar Right, mitzvahs. I like it. Shout out. A rebel. He He's great. I, this is one of the rare opportunities where I think that someone with a cameo intro, I think I could be friends with him. I gave you the number. You never called me. Oh, sorry, Kenny. I know. You too. Um, it, it sounds super fun. Yeah, sounds okay. great. Okay. This is why he's here. This is the role of cameo, in my opinion. All right? This is his first clip. This is Zach talking to someone for a little socially distanced Christmas cheer. <laughs> it is I, Scott Farkas, the legendary bully from the movie A Christmas Story. And this is for Jill and Matt by Zen and Rowan Ferris. They love you very much. They wish they could be there in person. But they're sending this instead because I'm Scott Farkas, damn it. And this is what Christmas is all about, is an older red-haired man in a furry hat reliving his childhood. What could possibly go wrong? But in all seriousness, uh, Matt, you know, um, I've heard that you might uh, need to meet my five friends right over here. Because apparently you're misbehaving, and if you do, you're going to have to come over there and take that 3-amp battery. Oh, there will be swirlies and atomic wedgies, goobers and noofballs, wet willies. And nurples, all the nurples, purple all the way through hot green. All jokes aside, Jill, Matt, uh, have a fantastic Christmas. And we start again next year. So put a smile on your face, some love in your heart. Have a Merry Christmas. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Zach Ward. That was so long. <laughs> you thought it was too long. It was a minute nine. That's it? Yeah. Did it feel longer to you? Felt like three minutes nine. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long in okay. real life. Uh, not a fan over here. Whoa. It was just long. Danielle coming out hot. I think it's super fun. Before this second clip, I need to remind you of another scene from A Christmas Story. Here's a quick clip where uh, Farkas gets Ralphie all alone and really lays on the bullying thick. What, are you going to cry now? Come on, cry, baby. Cry for me. Come on. Cry. <laughs> Deep in the recesses of my brain, a tiny red-hot little flame began to grow. <laughs> Uh, be best. Be best, that's right. Uh, here is the second clip from Zach Ward, this time for a family, again, crippled by the virus in 2020. It starts on the art piece, then to adult Farkas, who this time has some trivia for the Christmas fans. The Christmas story uh, heads out there finally get the trivia they've been looking for. This one goes long, unfortunately, for Danielle. This is a minute 23, so you're going to feel like this is 45 minutes. Uh, I really just think it's enjoyable to learn more about one of my favorite movies. It is I, 
Scott Farkas, the legendary bully from the movie A Christmas Story, and this is for the entire Armstrong family from Katie Armstrong, because she loves you and can't be there this holiday season. Rats! She says that the year has been hard for people, herself included, and she loves each and every one of you, so she sent a monkey like me to try and put a smile on your face. So, what? You're gonna cry about it? You're gonna cry for me, cry baby? Come on! Cry, cry baby! <laughs> Anyways. That might be one of my favorite in character moments in, in our cameras. Okay. Anyways, when you're gonna watch a Christmas story this year, here's a couple little Easter eggs for you. When uh, the old man goes outside to put the leg lamp up in the, in the window, and the neighbor comes over and says, What's that? And he goes, That's a, it's, a, it's a major award. Well, the guy he's talking to is none other than our director, Bob Clark. In other news, when they do the scene inside the Chinese restaurant and they chop the head off the duck, they did not tell Melinda Dillon that they were going to do that. So when she screams, that's really her screaming because she's terrified. Share that love and trivia with your friends over the holidays. Enjoy a Christmas story. Be kind to each other. And I'll see you soon. Take care. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. He does need to get the wood planks fixed in his house. Because oh, is that what we hear in you the hear background? It? Yeah, because he's just sort of moving, moving back and you and can forth. hear like, shh, shh, like he's living on a houseboat. Um, that's Zach Ward, fifty dollars, twenty-seven reviews, five stars, baby. One day turn around the bully from Christmas Story. He knows his formula. I mean, dare I say, yet another Christmas bargain. I think we have two additions to the Christmas Bargain Club, yeah. which is going to be its, it's own, a, its own, its own wall. It's a wing in the building. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's the normal Hall of Fame, <laughs> right, and then the Christmas wing. Listen, maybe, maybe there will be an Easter wing. I, I wouldn't be against it. I mean, there's obviously clearly uh, a, a wing for you know another holiday that means something. Happy Chanuka. He has his own spot. Chanuka wing, yeah. He has his own spot. Uh, so yeah, we like these. These are these were three strong additions to holiday. I think we've both said that we think cameo is a great place to look this yeah, season. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because people can't travel. It is a nice thing, like what people just sent him to do. It's yeah. nice to send a video saying, "Hey, can't be with you." And then, by the way, how cute is it if the family does decide to watch a Christmas story that night and they've got that in their head, those little Easter eggs to look for? I mean, I you can't it. beat that for fifty bucks. Two members. Uh, added into the Christmas Hall of Fame. And uh, let's get into the cash game. We already have Justin Willman set for next week. That was a rollover from our Santa episode. So let's set another celebrity into the trio. Let's start with boxing champion. He's about to fight one of those uh, Logan brothers or whatever. What, Logan Paul, the Paul brothers. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Ugh, there's no way Floyd May- Mayweather does this for less than $1,000. He is $999. Yeah, okay. So technically there is a way he'll do it there less. There is. Okay. It's All right. By I was wrong. Dollar. Okay. okay. Uh, Olympic gold medalist Nadia Comaneci. Hmm. Uh, 80? She's 50. Okay. All right. The first openly gay coach in the NFL, the first woman to ever coach in a Super Bowl. That's the same person. Katie Sowers of the San Francisco 49ers. A hundred bucks. She's 195. Wow. All right. Obama impressionist Reggie Brown. Ooh. $40. $250. What? Yeah. That's I'll circle that one. Professional gamer Thick 44. Thick 44? Had to say it. Is it T H I C C? No, it's actually T I T H I C K. It's pretty okay. real. Yeah. Thick 44. Um, 125. It's me, Johnny. <laughs> no, 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 Johnny. It's not you. It's $20, you weirdo. I don't know. These professional gamers, I thought it could have been Ninja for um, all I know. It wasn't Ninja. It was Thick 44. Okay. 
how would I know whether or not Thick 44 could be the most famous gamer of all time, Jensen? I have a feeling that if Thick 44 was the most famous gamer, you'd know it because that name's ridiculous. No, I wouldn't know it. I still live under a rock, Jensen. Lastly, a friend of the show, a really nice guy, David Faustino. Uh, David Faustino. Yeah, Uh, married with children fame. 150. He's 75. Okay. So we're looking at Obama impressionist Reggie Brown, which you were way off on, professional gamer Thick 44, which you could not be any further away from, or David Faustino, a friend of of the podcast. I'm Thick 44. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Over Reggie Brown? Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want. I want to make Thick Forty Four famous. Obama impersonator. Obama was the forty fourth president. Thick Forty Four. It's really coming together for you. All right, right. Thick Forty Four, baby. Uh, we'll Thank have you. Justin Willman and, and Thick Forty Four will be at least two of our celebrities. Uh, Danielle, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Jensen Carp. I'm so happy that we were able to uh, to have two episodes dedicated to one of our favorite holidays. And uh, we hope next year to add people to this very specific holiday-based bargain hall of fame. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it is at Jensen Carp. It's the same on on both. Danielle, if people want to follow you. I'm at Danielle Fischel. All right. See you next week. See ya. Bye, bye, bye. I'd be glad to talk to your children. Happy Chinooka. Stay Gucci Coochie. Flipping out. Talking cheap.